Today on the show, I'm speaking with James Twyman. He's talking about his latest project, the Senior Cinema Circle, uh, the uh, petition that he's petitioning Hollywood with, and some amazing uh, experiments that he's done where prayer has affected peace in, in some very conflicted areas of the world. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell, and this is The Inspiration Show. And today, my very special guest is James Twyman. How are you, James? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Ah, it's a pleasure to have you here. Now, we've got some awesome stuff to get stuck into today. But before we do, why don't we start with, uh, with who you are and what your background is? Well, I think how it applies to our discussion, because, yes. of course, there are so many things uh, to share. But um, about 20 years ago now, I began a journey that has taken so many different branches and roads, and it started off with a collection of peace prayers that came from the 12 major religions of the world. Uh, a friend of mine gave me this sheet of paper, and as I began to read those prayers, one by one, I literally heard music. I'd always been a musician, and I had my guitar nearby, and I heard music, and I wasn't really sure what was happening, but I picked up the guitar and began to play along. And within one hour, I put all 12 prayers to music. And it was in that moment that I realized something really unique was happening. So I began traveling around the world. People were calling me the Peace Troubadour. And I was just sharing those prayers wherever I could and asking people whenever I would go to these countries like Iraq or Bosnia or Northern Ireland, often at the invitation of the leaders of those governments, I would ask people to stop whatever they were doing and to be sending their prayers of peace to that situation. And in some cases, millions of people would respond and be part of those. And it, almost every time, we would see miracles happen. And when those happen over and over again, you begin to realize there's no coincidence, that there really is power when enough of us gather together and send our intent or our energy or our prayers or whatever you want to call them into a situation yeah. uh, like happened in many of those countries. So that's how it started, then it evolved into books and movies and many other things. But I think that peace troubadour part of me is kind of the foundation. Yeah. You know, uh, I've been doing, I actually did a, um, a workshop on the weekend with Joe Dispenza. Uh, Dr. Joe was talking about, you know, how, we, you know, the energy and the particles and our intention and, and, and how we can facilitate a change. And even with the intention experiment with Lynn McTaggart, I mean, there is actually scientific backup proof that uh, when a group of us get together with a sole intention, uh, whether it's for peace or whatever, we actually can facilitate a change in our reality, which is just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's Absolutely. I mean, th this all started uh, with a, a thing called the Maharishi effect, a Maharishi being the founder of TM. And what they would do is they would put a certain number of people in a city where there was a lot of crime, and they found that it had to be one-tenth of one percent or one person for every thousand in the population. And, it, and they would be meditating around the clock. And they found invariably if they had that number that the crime rates would fall and the violence would fall. We actually did a similar experiment a number of years ago when I was invited to Israel. At the same time, there was a great conflict there. We wanted to see if this would apply in a non-localized fashion. Right. In other words, not just have people in that one place, but from all over the world sending their energy there. And so we had, once again, millions of people sending their their prayers and energy to Israel and to Palestine. And then we did the research afterwards to follow up and to see what the effect was. 
And we found that in some cases, violent crime in certain areas of of uh, Israel and Palestine, it would drop as much as 35 to 40 percent for that next week. Uh, profound results, and and I think there is such a vast um, you know study. It's and there's more and more evidence coming that supports this idea that that intention and prayer and all of these these forms are not only powerful, but are perhaps the most powerful force in the whole universe. Yes, absolutely. Now, you are, I know you've written a book, uh, The Moses Code is one of the most you know, well-known books of the previous books that you've written. Um, so what are some of the subjects that you write about? Is it mainly about this type of thing, how we set intentions and can change our reality? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it tend to be a little uh, um, attention deficit disorder. I, I That may be one of the reasons why, you know, my books don't sell as well because I, I, I write about one thing that I get interested in something else. Um, you know, I think more than anything, I consider myself to be a writer. In other words, I'm not just writing on a subject. I just love to write. And to me, the art of writing is important. So I've written novels and I've written, um, books that accounted for the adventures that I've had while doing the peace concert. Last year, I wrote a book called Love. God and the Art of French Cooking, which was based on my adventures with an amazing French chef named Roger Dufault. And uh, so it kind of runs the gamut. And then, of course, um, as I am now, I'm, I become much more focused on film. And my passion right now is, is to get you know, more films made for the senior audience. Mm. Yes, yeah, so tell me about this. We've, we've heard about the Senior Cinema Circle. Um, so tell us about this project and, and what, you're, what you're trying to achieve with this. Well, you know, a number, maybe two years ago, I was watching a film in the theater called The Exotic Marigold Hotel, which I loved. And I was, I think I just turned 50 at the time, and I looked around the audience and realized I was the youngest person there. And it was only then that I realized that so few films are made with this generation in mind. And it just seemed a shame because this is the largest demographic in the world let alone just the U.S., with the baby boomers and, and the, the older adults now. It, it, in some cases, it represents as much as 40% of the population. And so to completely not serve and ignore 40% of the population and say, well, they just don't go see the movies, I think is absurd. Yeah. The reason why they don't often go to see movies is because movies aren't being made that they're interested in. And to take a line from another great movie, build it and they will come. Yeah. Make yeah. movies, you know, this, this has been proven in the last few years, make movies that they're going to resonate with and they'll come see them. And so I really started thinking about this and decided to throw my hat in the ring and along with a great director, uh, Gary Lundgren and I, we wrote a script called Redwood Highway, which is a story about a 75-year-old woman who really has to heal her life once and for all. And she goes on a major adventure where she puts on a backpack and walks uh, the 80 miles along the Redwood Highway in order to revisit some of the places where tragedy happened that she hasn't been able to let go of for 45 years. Mm-hmm. And we were able to, to get the great talents of people like Shirley Knight, who's been nominated for two Academy Awards, and Thomas Skerritt. And we made this beautiful film. And so now we're using that to launch um, the Senior Cinema Circle. Uh, and my intention is, is to make a, a movie every year for this group. Right. But we have to find creative ways to get them out because, you know, once again, Hollywood just doesn't believe that this is a community worth paying attention to. 
and we're about to prove them wrong. Right. <laughs> Excellent. You know, but that's the thing, I think, especially with something like Redwood Highway, you're talking about situations that, that we're all going through at the moment. You know, there's this, this, um, you know, this healing, this, you know, transformation, this what's new in our life and, and, and the feeling that it's not too late to make a change. So, um, so I heard that you also have a petition going as well. Well, the intention with our petition is called A Million Senior Voices. We need to prove that I'm right about this, that there are, you know, people all over the world and seniors in the U.S. and everywhere that want to see better film. So we put together a petition basically asking everyone to go sign this because we need your voice. If, if we can get a million uh, signatures on this petition, which you can do online, it takes about two minutes, then we're going to take that petition and the survey uh, with us to Hollywood. And we're going to give that to every single Hollywood producer and studio and, and to show them that there really is an audience. And if we have a million people, that means there's... 10 people for every one person that signed the petition that wants this. Yeah. There is a viable audience. So if people want to sign the petition, all they need to do is to go to www.seniorcinema.com, and it's right there. And also you can watch a trailer for Redwood Highway and get an idea of one of the movies that's, that's to come to carry this banner. Awesome. And guys, if you click on the banner to the side, that'll take you straight through to James' site from there. So, James, I know that you've, uh, you're a very creative person. Uh, you've been involved with music and books and cinema. You've worked with people like Wayne Dyer. And so, what would you say is one of the most in transformational events or transformational situations that you've ever gone through where you've actually realized, you know what, there is, there is a, a greater universe out there? Wow, great question. Um, you know, my, my first book called Emissary of Light was based on an adventure that I had in Bosnia uh, with a group of, of spiritual masters in the mountains there. And that was remarkable. But I, I have to say the first story that came to mind when you asked that question was, <coughs> excuse me, the first time that we did call people together in prayer for a given situation. I was actually invited by Saddam Hussein to come to Iraq, and this is back in 1998. And it was at a time when we were beginning another major bombing campaign against the Iraqi people. And my agent at the time, she had maybe 300 people on her email list, because back in 1998 it was different. We didn't have big email lists. Yeah. But she had a few people. She sent it out asking them to stop whatever they were doing at the time I was doing the concert and to send their prayers of peace to Iraq. And I didn't know this at the time, but it turned out that that went viral and people were sharing it everywhere and millions of people found out about this. And here I was in Baghdad getting ready to do this concert. And I remember feeling as if it was raining peace. I could feel the energy of all of these people. And I remember that at the time there didn't seem to be any real possibility of avoiding a conflict, but something shifted. And three days later, a peace accord was signed. And it was my first tangible experience of, of a massive prayer vigil like this having this impact, and it changed my life. Thank you so much for sharing that story, James. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it's great having you here today. <laughs> well, it's great to be here. I, I'm so passionate about this. Uh, you know, I, I, I turned 51 now, and, and so I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm technically into this group or not, but I feel so aligned with them. I think part of it is that, you know, Redwood Highway was, was made with my, um, my grandmother in mind because 
she, we had to put her into a nursing home and, uh, she tried to escape several times and she was caught and I started imagining what would happen if she, if she didn't get caught, what kind of adventure would she have? And that was the original idea for Redwood Highway, but also a lot of the, um, the character was based on my mother and her personality. And right before we finished the film, I was going to show it to my grandmother, and she passed away in December before she was able to see it. And then my own mother passed away in January. And so this has given me even more dedication to make sure that films like this get out. So I hope everyone will go and sign that petition because this is how we're going to do it. If they hear our voices and hear from us saying how important this is and how much we want it, then they don't have to respond. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, don't forget, click on the banner to the side there, go straight through to James's site, or go to uh, senior, 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 uh, senior com. <laughs> um, so thanks again, James. Now, guys, look, I, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons above. Um, and don't forget, if you haven't downloaded the app yet, do that on the Android or iPhone. So now you can watch the shows on the go. You don't have to be in front of your computer. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you put your email in the box above there because I'd love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's valued at $87, but I'd like to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.